0: Racing Podcast. For official news and exclusive content, follow us on Twitter at Honda Racing BTCC and on Facebook at Honda
1: UASA Racing. Ah. My name is Rory McAllister and welcome to the fourth podcast of the 2014 season here from Alton Park in Cheshire. For this edition, going into qualifying, Flash was sitting second in the driver's table on 133 points, eight behind leader and 2013 champion Andy Jordan. Meanwhile for Matt, he came into this weekend Alton Park in fourth position on 110 points, 13 behind Colin Turkington. First of all though, let's talk about the weather. It absolutely changed. Chucked it down here at Alton Park yesterday for free practice and qualifying, and at certain points today it's been cats and dogs as well. But what is it like to race in the rain, let alone drive in the rain, as most of us have done in our own cars? I spoke to Matt and Flash about how they handle their Civic Tourers in the wet. So, Matt, Flash, we've come to Alton Park. And I was thinking earlier that often it's a sporting cliche to say, oh, well, you've got to take the positives from any situation. But I kind of thought that perhaps driving in the wet is just full of negatives and just wanted to get your thoughts and views on that. I mean, Matt, is there anything you like about driving in the wet?
2: That's a good question. Um, uh, it requires a different technique, a different sort of finesse, uh, where you've got to be super clean. It's, it's In a race car, it's very unforgiving. So if you if you make a mistake, it, it can become a, a big mistake. Which is, I mean, transpires how you drive on the road is, is how you drive on a racetrack. It's you know a little bit. It's just um, you've got to be a bit more careful. You've got to uh, forward plan a lot more. Look at the road conditions around you. Make for puddles, aquaplaning, and all the rest of it. So it's um, you, you, your driving style will will change dramatically. And I mean, flash for you. I mean, again.
1: When you know about the wet conditions, I mean, I suppose you know the jokes could go on that you're a man from Scotland and you know all about rain. But uh, is there anything you enjoy about driving in the wet?
0: Um, I mean, I think a lot of it's just uh, just down to your attitude, you know, and, and you know, sometimes in the wet it can be more mental than anything else. And you know, more and more, I mean, every, everyone at this level is is on the case in the wet. But every time I look out and uh, and see the heavens open, it's uh, I never have any kind of. You know, trepidation or any you know thinking of oh this is going to be a tough day, but uh, yeah, come come rain or shine, it kind of it kind of is what it is, and
1: ultimately you just got to got to try and do as, as good a job you can and beat everybody else. And with the new Civic Tourer that you've been driving this season, when it comes to testing, I mean pre-season and during the season, I mean, do, do you look at the, the the weather forecast? Do you think right there's rain due? We need to test in the wet. I mean, is that how it works? Is it spontaneous like that, or is it just a case of turning up and going oh it's raining we 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 better get on with the wet setup?
2: Well, living and working in the UK, looking for rainy test days isn't normally a problem. So we've normally had our f- fill by uh, the end of Feb, we've had our fill of, of wet test days and cold test days. And we're looking for some dry, warm ones at that point. That's when we, we, you know, sometimes we have to go to Spain to try and find a bit of dry weather to replicate what we're going to have in the summer. Because, um, yeah, we get, we, get, we get plenty of track time uh, with it down and Flash, it's absolutely tipping it down,
1: like today, in free practice. I mean, just talk us through what it's like when you're actually driving the Civic Tourer, uh, the, the differences and what you can see and what you have to expect.
0: Yeah, I mean, you touched on it, the, the, the biggest problem is the is the vision and how little you can physically see. And, uh, you know, in the race car, we sit very low, we sit very far back uh, in the car as well. So even in the dry conditions, we're maybe only looking out you know a kind of six seven eight inch window of, you know of the bottom of the windscreen the rest of it's completely irrelevant but in the rain the the biggest problem is vision caused by uh by the spray coming off the tires you know the Dunlop wet tire is very good it, it displaces hundreds of liters a minute or thousands of li- liters a minute it's some huge figure but that water's got to go somewhere and it, it generally spins out the back of the the car in front and it hangs in the air like a uh like a haze and it's it's really difficult to see pickup breaking points any changes of the tar you know tarmac or any of your reference points go out the window and you've really got to drive on feel in the wet conditions and you know not tiptoe your way around but you've
1: really got to feel the grip because it will change from corner to corner I mean suppose any of us that drive, you know, we've all driven in wet conditions or even on the motorway and experience spray and things like that. But you guys are obviously going a lot quicker than 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 we ever really get to go well legally on the roads anyway. And and just with the helmets and stuff that you wear as well and the and, and the restricted vision almost that you've got from that you would have in a normal
2: road car. I mean, is there any problems even with that? Uh, not really. I mean, wearing helmets and everything, the cars are built very ergonomically. Um we as Flash said, we're we're very far back and low down, but that's That's built for a reason, we're put there for a reason, for safety and and for weight distribution in the car. But um, we have different things to combat, with heat, with steam, because we don't have ventilation systems in the car, we have to run everything sealed up for the aero. So we we have to have a big problem with with misting, especially with the turbo running so hot, it'll be running 1,000 degrees C, just the other side of the bulkhead. So any watertight, any areas of the car, because they're all completely gutted out, It's keeping them in steam, you know, you're obviously getting very hot, you're working very hard inside the cockpit, so you're perspiring and sweating a lot. And it's, um, you know, it it involves a completely different dimension to driving in the dry.
1: Sounds like an absolute nightmare, to be honest, Matt, if I'm honest. (laughs) rather you than me. OK, just finally then, Flash, uh, if you could pick one circuit of the entire season uh, to be absolutely soaked, which one would it be? Uh, Throxton.
0: The fastest circuit that we go to. But you know, because it's so fast, you got a lot of people just won't commit a hundred percent in the wet conditions. And with us, with the you know, with the Civic in previous years in the Tourer, because the car's balanced so well in the wet conditions, um, that would be the place that I would go if it was soaking wet. Because
2: I think we could make the difference, and, and we'd have the edge over everybody else. And Matt, I always like brands. Because it's a mixture of everything which the tour is good at it's because it's a good all rounder we're going to get beaten at one circuit and the other circuit on on odd weekends, but Brands has got different demands, especially on the grand Prix circuit you know you've got some monumentally quick corners where you've got to be seriously committed and um the, the driving the Civic, it gives you that confidence to, 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 to carry the speed into those fast corners. OK, well, all the best for tomorrow, and let's hope it stays dry during the races.
1: Cool. Yeah, having just spoken about wet weather, <laughs> I hope it stays dry as well. <laughs> Still to come, reaction from Matt and Flash about races 1, 2 and 3 here at Alton Park. But for now, our regular podcast feature, A Different Corner. The views of both Matt and Flash about their favourite corners at each circuit, and why. Um, for me i guess uh, my favorite corner
0: is druids which is uh is one of the fastest corners in the circuit it's a double apex uh, right hander but what makes it very very different to every other corner almost in the country is that it's actually completely covered by trees you almost go from the the lightness or the sunshine as uh, as normal and a very narrow approach very fast sixth gear approach it's a fifth gear corner but you, you go from the you know, the light uh, into into the darkness as, uh, as you get under the trees. And it's a uh, it's a blind corner, bit of undulation. So, yeah, it's quick. And uh, you always take a bit of a deep breath on the way into that one. And what sort of speed would you be going? And I'd be 120 mile an hour plus on the way in there. So, yeah, it's quick proper, with no runoff area, very. You know very very tight and what about today when there's lots of water and you're driving with the wet tires really difficult i mean the, i mean the Dunlop wet tires are fantastic but they dissipate the water but that water's got to go someplace and it generally gets spat out the back of the car so you almost get a, a haze of water which means that you know vision is is very very difficult it's hard to see where you're going
2: um but yeah we've got to do the best we can favourite corner is Druids, it's the second to last corner, it's the biggest highest commitment corner on, on the circuit. It's uh, a double apex fifth gear, um, 125 mile an hour corner so you've got to be super, super committed, you've got to carry as much speed as you can through there because there's a big long sixth gear straight afterwards and when the, when the weather is inclement intermi- in like it is in most years, you go under the trees and the the rain and the spray hangs under the trees and so it can be made really treacherous. It's not one for the faint-hearted, but if you can get your car good through there, you can make a lot of places up.
1: Matt, just to say, that's exactly what Flash said.
2: (laughs) See, we work as a team.
1: (laughs) Matt, we finished our weekend at Alton Park. You're still sixth in the table, but just talk us through your weekend.
2: It's been a bit of a... Bit of a horrible encounter for me, and um, the points haven't been too fruitful in coming. So uh, it's just—I um, always say—you've got to have the rough ones to really appreciate the good ones. And this is uh, this is one of the rough ones. I just want to get out of here and move on from really.
1: Even when you're angry, though, sometimes you still will smile like you have just been now.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, the positives of it—I'll be light for for Croft. We're only halfway through the season, so um, and I got a, gre- a great car in the Civic Tourer, so. You know, you, you've got to take the positives out of life. Um, I'm with a great team, so. And just talk us through the, the first bend there in race three. What, what happened there? Uh, I got collected by um, one of the Audi's, Hunter Abbott and one of the Audi's. Um, they're very quick with their rear wheel drive and the first gear off off the line. And he just came and, and clobbered me. So uh, and that was it, I was a passenger. So you're still sick though, and we go to Croft. Yeah mate, we'll be we windmilling in and, and uh, Singing as fast as we can at that one. Flash, you've had a
1: completely different weekend to your teammate, Matt and Neil, Just talk us through it. Yeah, it's
0: been a, in many ways, it's been a frustrating weekend. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, Matt, Matt once, once said to me, it's, uh, it's about making the bad weekends count. And, uh, you know, obviously we expect almost to be on the podium because we've got, had such a strong run. And I really had to work hard for that one. So to, to leave with a second, you know, was good. It's good, solid points. And, and that's
1: what's going to make this championship count at the end. And a decent. Fourth position as well in race one as well. You had to fight for that a little bit though.
0: Yeah, it was great, and uh, we're just you know struggling a bit against the rear-wheel drive cars off the line. But um, you know, once we get that, you know, once we get racing, we're not too bad. But I think we've seen today it's been a, been a tricky circuit for overtaking. But um, you know, we've managed to you know score points, which is what it's all about. But we'll move on to Croft uh, with a lot of confidence and see if we can you know get back on the top step of the podium. The Honda UASA Racing Podcast. Without racing, there's no Honda.